but st- still, like, I'm not going to get that out of my mind, the fact that you you set your phone to a ringtone to torture me. <laughs> you are terrible. Why did you do that? Okay, so it's just for notifications, like... Like, all notifications. No, well, like, Facebook. So every time I'm around you, I'm going to have to hear that. Is yeah. that new? Did you just I, do that? I did that, like, the <sighs> week before last, or maybe it was last week, but... Last time you saw me, I think my phone was on silent. Damn you. But I let me tell you something. When it goes off, when I'm walking through the store, I see people that get triggered. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, can you play it? Uh, yeah. Let's trigger so. everybody listening. <laughs> such a like it's such a like oh i love this song and you're just like i'm waiting uh, for that was that was every i feel like that was every, whoever liked that kind of music that was everyone's favorite song at absolutely some point. yeah that was my favorite song in like eighth grade <laughs> i said you know what i did it i did it when i did that story oh yeah. oh yeah yeah i was feeling nostalgic yeah you, you were sending me tons of snaps of listening to yeah. fantastic music <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you know you know if it's you understandable. Know, that means that you are listening young. to the wrong kind. Endless. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> and listening to the wrong kind of music. Uh, this is our uh, paranormal and true crime podcast. That is Brie. That's Amy. Brie has a lot of very interesting things <clears throat> to tell me. I do. I. Oh, first off, my mom sent these. Aww. Just to just to have in here to drink coffee the with back. the. <gasps> they're like poems and to oh make monsters God. out of girls they're just cute little props to put in the studio can, but can i mean we, we can read them yeah, yeah they're poems them? oh my gosh oh my goodness this is the one i opened to your best friend your fear they can be one and the same oh oh <laughs> 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 okay we'll just put those we'll down for gonna... a second <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> It's a little accurate. A little too accurate <laughs> a little today. Too accurate. Um, so Brie has a lot of things to tell us. And if you listened to our last episode, which was the uh what was it called? A it's ghost a ghost thing. thing. Yeah. A ghost thing or it's a ghost thing. Um Brie asked everyone a question and if you want, you can go into our Facebook group and tell us what you what your thoughts are on it yeah we actually but but added to that we did get i did message someone who has some experience with like cleaning house i guess yeah cleaning paranormal house but um and she did suggest that uh it it would be a good idea to start saging so i meant to tell you i need to go get and i'm gonna go get some sage like real stuff yeah and yeah bring on we gonna do that Okay, that's a good maybe, idea. Maybe maybe my dad suggested your doorways as well. Oh. Just in case. That's and, a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, and make sure you do this and make sure it has this. And I'm like, why do you know so much about this? So, thanks, Dad. he does it, like, all the time, probably. All the time. He just, like, con- he smokes it. Yeah. He smokes sage. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is so in tune with the paranormal that he just smokes it. He's just like, well, you know, I'll just walk around the house. I'll take and- a hit. <laughs> Um, I do have... No possession, he a ghost. Sorry. 
I thought I had a question for you, but I don't remember anymore, so ignore me. Oh, I was <clears> going <throat> to say, Bree is not here. It's actually Marge. Uh, Margie. <laughs> I've been sick all week. I went to um, Anchorage over the past week yep. as a little family getaway. That's, I mean, the only place that we can go in Alaska <laughs> that's kind of affordable. Yeah. Well, we went there at the water park and stuff, so we went there and... I was sick the whole time. And, yeah. But, you know, I think a lot of it, because, like, it happened, like, the night before that we left. And I think it really amped up whenever we drove through all that smoke. Yeah. It got so bad. Like, my voice was like, just gone through the mountains, and I had to wear a mask. It is bad out today. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Josh went on a bike ride. Why? He hasn't he hasn't been on a bike ride in like over a year and he's like I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go on a bike ride. I'm like it's really smoky outside. And he's like it looks smoky, but it's not. I'm like open a window, dude. I have them all closed yeah, what for the a reason. Heck? <laughs> it's smoky. You can smell it. And he's like I'll be fine. I'm like okay, well don't don't complain to me later when you're hacking. Don't complain to Modge. <laughs> I'm just dumbfounded that he was like, I haven't rode a bike in years. But so today I'm going to go outside and ride a bike when it's super unhealthy to do that. Oh, like Rick even closed the windows and he's the one that like <clears throat> says, oh, it's the air's fine. And yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's bad. If you can smell it, then it's bad. It smells like it's right next door. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. So. But yeah, yeah we went to Anchorage for the week, week weekend. It was like four, three days and it was fun. We had a good time yeah. and um, we stayed in Airbnb and it was fun little thing about the airbnb right when we maybe like a couple hours after being there i noticed like this dark circle on the floor and it may not be anything it may have been like from an old leak or something but i don't know has lots of explanations yeah exactly and it it was like just it was a wooden floor and it was like distressed wood and it was like a circle maybe like two and a half to three feet by two and a half to by three feet child um yeah child size (laughs) (laughs) um but I I was weirded out by it the entire time and so that night Charlotte kept on saying that she couldn't sleep and she was scared and we're like all right it's a new house it's fine no big deal so the second night I fell asleep and Josh I I wake up because I hear Charlotte crying like uncontrollably frantically crying right and so i come out and josh is with her in the bathroom and she's like he's like what happened what happened and i'm like what's wrong and she's just he's like i don't know i can't get her to tell me i'm like charlotte did you have a bad dream she's like no no and she's just sitting there still crying and upset about it and i'm like charlotte tell us what's wrong like calm down and so i didn't want to lead her into anything to get her to say something and she's like someone I, I woke up and I couldn't move and someone was, she said someone was in my room and I'm pretty sure she said someone touched her, <clears throat> but it was really late and I could be coming up with that right. in my head, but I'm like a thousand percent sure that she said it. So just someone being in the room is yeah, not, no, no. But however, Josh did go in there maybe like 10 to 15 minutes prior to this to right. close the window and he, he was like, did you see me? And she's like, no. So <clears throat> that happened that night, and we were all shook up from it and freaked out. Oh, heck yeah. And we that night, Josh ended up having uh, a bad nightmare. I can't remember what he told oh, me. Oh, about Maybe an accident or something. I don't know. But he woke up. I heard him. I woke up because I heard him, like, breathing really fast. Yeah. And I, I was like, hey, Josh. 
and he woke up screaming. Oh my gosh! He scared, he scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and he's like, he told me he had a bad dream, and I was like, okay, that's weird. Still freaked out. So a little while longer, I go to sleep, and I either dreamt or I had sleep paralysis <gasps> because it was in that house whenever I, I was it was happening. And I just woke up and I sat, like I laid there and I said, I can't move, I can't move, I can't move. And I I can't I can't tell you if it was a dream or if it was real. Did you have a hard time breathing? Yeah, everything. I bet it was real. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, and then the next night. D- uh, real yeah, quick. I, did, I didn't tell you about the I next know, night. I know, but real quick, when th- that was happening, were you saying I can't move or were you trying to get the words out and they wouldn't come out? I I think I was saying it. So I guess I could breathe. I think I was saying it. I feel like I I Josh should have heard me if I was saying it. That's true. But he didn't hear anything I say. That's just what I was coming <laughs> here complaining about. <laughs> um Oh, that's so freaky. Even if you had a dream about it, that's yeah, still creepy. Yeah. I mean, and it could just be like the, the everything was kind of stirred up right, in the night. So. Right. But the next night is really what happened. <clears throat> oh my lord! So, this is a this is a, uh, a paranormal story in itself. Like hate, you it, don't even need to share your story. I was so shaken up. <laughs> we were all so shaken up, and Josh didn't want to admit it until we left. Until he was shaken up. Sure, sure. <clears throat> um, but the next night, we we're like, okay, we're gonna try to get to bed early because we're gonna leave as early in the morning yeah. as we can. <laughs> we didn't get any sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so much for that. So we were laying in bed, and Josh was probably just about ready to pass out. I was too, but we were still kind of aware of everything. Right. And we hear creaking in the floor outside the room. It sounds just like like pitter-patter, like someone's walking around out there. Like like Natalie was out there or something. Or Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, and Charlotte gets up to go to the bathroom all the time. And so yeah. I'm like, oh, Charlotte must have got up. And then I see someone go by the door. And Josh saw it too. And so I was like, oh, Charlotte must be going, getting up to go to the bathroom. And so I start saying, Charlotte, Charlotte, and I didn't hear any response. So I'm like, son of a freaking bitch. <sighs> oh, my God. It's like, I'm going to look at the monitor, and I'm not going to like what I'm going to see, but I'm going to look at it because we brought the monitor with you us. You did not. I checked the monitor all freaking night, by the way. Big oh, mistake. Sure. I should not have brought the monitor. It scared the crap out of me. But I brought, I checked the monitor and Charlotte's there sleeping. Oh, and I'm, I'm like, Josh, you saw that, right? And he's like, yeah. Because <laughs> he's not, he's not going to get convinced by the first thing right. ever. But like he saw it and heard something. There were people above us, but I don't know how them walking around up there, first of all, at like 11 o'clock at night. Right. And I don't know how it could mimic the sound of like Someone stepping on, on the floor. floor. Yeah. You would hear it above you, not yes, like exactly. on the same level yeah, as it you. it was on the floor. And something going, by, something going by your door. Yes. Yes. We <laughs> saw something. And he was trying to like play it out in his mind. Like maybe I saw a reflection of something. I'm like, that was not a reflection of something, but. You know, and we right. we hadn't seen any like car lights or anything go by like yeah. at all, so I don't know. It was freaky. So did you see anything else on the monitor besides? Mm-mm. No, but I could see the outline of that dang because cause of where I had the monitor, I could see the outline of that dang circle. Oh, and I, hate and that I just kept so on like much. drawing my eyes to it, and I'm like, that freaks me out so much. But I just, yeah, I want to throw up. I am so sorry that you had to deal with that. I told the I told the owner. <clears throat> yeah, you yeah. told me that. And he was kind of fascinated, but he said that nothing had ever happened 
that he knows of, but they haven't been there for that long. And I looked up the house. All I could find, I, without having to pay for it, right? it was, like, built in the 80s. So it has been through multiple owners. So yeah. I don't know. I don't like that. Nah. So we won't Fun be Fun little there. story, at least. We won't be saying Oh, that. I totally will. Well, yeah, because he... He, g- he gave me a free <laughs> night. I'll stay there. Hey, we could go there for a girls' night. Yeah. <laughs> Stay there every night. You have to book at least two nights, though. Oh, that's fine. Oh, my gosh, Bree. <laughs> I don't. Oh, my. Did you tell your dad? Mm-hmm. What did he say? Wait, did I tell my dad? Yeah, I did. He he thought it was cool. Of course he did. He believed it. He thinks it was paranormal. But, I mean, it, it, it may not been. But, again, I like to believe that it was something paranormal. I like to believe that... The owner actually was staying there in the attic the whole time. There was no attic. In the basement. Yeah, there you go. I don't even know if there It was a duplex. I don't know. In the closet. (laughs) (laughs) They probably did have a basement. It's probably just set up like the way our house is set up with the tenant and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Thank you you for sharing that. Uh, You're welcome. Yes. I'm sorry. I want to tell my story first, selfishly, even though I just talked so much. That's okay. It, and I'm also scared that I'm going to start voice. coughing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Note to self. This is from next door. Note to self. Your neighbors are not amused when you dress in a Renaissance outfit and push your wheelbarrow down the street yelling, bring out your dad at 7 p.m. <laughs> Bring out your what? Bring out your dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but also I would love to I see would that. Lo- I would, it, it would be on TikTok. It absolutely it would, would be. definitely be on TikTok. <laughs> I With love a that. little bell. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the king is coming. <laughs> that would have been good. For, um, this is morbid, but that would have been good for the beginning of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the end is near. <laughs> Oh, God. Sorry. I'm allowed to say that because my husband almost died from Yeah, COVID. it's good, people. We're good. It's fine. We know. Also, I don't have COVID for those who yes. are worried. Okay. Ugh. Tell me your story, buddy. Please. Do you want to hear yet another spooky story? I do. Um, Are you doing a story about a haunted pineapple? God, you're good. I know. I know it. Are these are these arranged by state alphabetical order? Okay. Is that they are? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it is in here. All right. Well, I'm doing one from the book, and I didn't even realize it. <gasps> one from the from the book. So I've wanted to do this one for a very long time. I'll give you some hints. It's in Colorado, and <gasps> oh, 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 go ahead. And Stephen King stayed there. Coyote Ugly Bar. Is that in Colorado? Yeah. Denver. 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 Then from the movie it is? Yeah. Because there's also Coyote Uglies everywhere else. Well, the original is in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that movie. I know. Me too. Rant. Random. So that's not it? Uh, no. It oh. It is uh, the Stanley Hotel. Oh. The movie The Shining. Yeah. <clears throat> I've never seen that movie. Oh my God. Are you so serious right now? <laughs> I've yeah. read the book. And the book is so much. Of course it is. Stephen King hated when they did the movie. He made like a whole like another series of it because he was so mad about the movie. 
but oh my god, it's such a good. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, I put in here a note because in the Ouija board episode, I said someone's name. I I said Pern instead of Pearl because my computer typed out oh, Pern, and I was yeah. listening to it, and I'm like, why did I say Pern? And I looked at my notes, and I'm like, damn, autocorrect. Pern happily. Pern. Pern. What the heck is a Pern? P e a r n. Pern. Perm. So pearl is what I meant. <clears throat> okay. Correction corner. Correction corner. We do it never. Now we're gonna uh, start. The first time, and I probably will never do it after this because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um. Okay. So, and I do have a segment in here for us to start. Anyway, <gasps> we're gonna get to that later. Thank you. So, in 1974. Stephen King was on a roll after releasing the hit novel Carrie, which is also a fantastic movie. Is that one of your favorite ones? <clears throat> yes. It's great. And he had just turned in uh, the book Salem's Lot, which was also a hit. Uh, both of those stories were set in Maine, so he wanted to change the scenery, so he moved his family to Boulder, Colorado to work on his next piece. He was playing with an idea of a boy, a psychic boy, in like an abandoned amusement park, but okay. he couldn't make it fit his storyline. So as winter was beginning to hit, uh, Stephen and his wife, Tabitha, found themselves at the Stanley Hotel. It was the last night of them being open for the season because they closed during the winter time that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't have any heat. So um, he was there, him and his wife were there, and they were actually the only guests that were there because the whole place was just deserted. Everybody was getting ready, packing gotcha. up. But they were like, hey, Stephen King, let's let him stay here. Absolutely. We'll stay open for We'll give him the presidential suite. Yeah. Room 217. Oh. So as he wandered the halls after after his wife had gone to bed, he began to get hit with all these ideas. He dreamt of his three-year-old son running through the halls screaming and being chased by a fire hose. Oh, I don't like that. And he woke up uh, covered in sweat all over and almost falling off the bed and so he got up and he lit a cigarette sat in the chair and started looking out in the rockies and by that time by the time his cigarette was done he had the whole book in his head and was like i i know what i'm gonna do oh my god i thought of the shining so it was published in 1977 becoming another big success in his career did you see the lights yep sure did <laughs> it's fun times so uh so we're gonna talk about the uh stanley hotel history okay. In 1903, Freeland Oscar Stanley, or F.O. Stanley, the inventor of the Stanley Steamer, like the vehicles. Stanley Steamers. Not the carpet cleaner. Oh. I don't think it's the same thing. I meant to look up to see if they tie together, but no, this is like the original like vehicles like oh, okay. that were actually powered by steam. Gotcha. Uh, he was diagnosed with a severe case of tuberculosis, and during this time, uh, the Recommended treatment was fresh, dry air with sunlight and a hearty diet. Okay. So Mr. Stanley and his wife, Flora, ventured to the Rocky Mountains in Denver, Colorado in March. Then in June, moved to Estes Park, Colorado for the remainder of the summer. Uh, His health improved so much that he had decided to return every year. And by 1907, he made a full recovery and decided to turn Estes Park into like a resort town. Oh, okay. And there was nothing there, so... He was going to bring, like, everybody here. Wow. He did a lot of good for the town. That's cool. 
He purchased land from a lord. I hate that I had to include this, but I had to because it it's relevant. Right. So, he purchased land from a Lord Dunraven who was not very popular in the area due to his like sly business manner and I guess he had like illegally obtained all this land and he was so attempting to like he he, he just was shady. Like, yeah, he was very shady. Um he was attempting to create like a private hunting lodge or preserve making him the largest foreign holder of uh, land whole foreign holder or whatever in america is she sleeping no okay so after stanley acquired this land in 1907 he began construction on the hotel stanley as well as a hydroelectric plant up on the mountain so that it could be powered so the hotel had its own like power plant oh that's nice yeah that's like disneyland yeah disney world this is actually called the disneyland of paranormal stuff (laughs) oh what'd you know what'd you know uh, the hotel was completed in 1909, costing around uh, $500,000. Now, give me a second, $15,885,652. That's a lot of money. And like 51 cents. So, the yeah. money don't jiggle jiggle. It, it folds. folds. <laughs> it folds. <laughs> uh, it was built in a Georgian architectural style along and along with the hotel was a private lodge that Mr. Stanley had built for him and his wife called the Stanley Manor. Okay. Um, and there was also a carriage house which housed the Stanley Steamer carriages. Um, and each room had running water, electricity, and telephones. Wow. Which was not something yeah. that that did, town had. Did they flick the lights back on? on? I know. I know. <laughs> Whenever I started doing the story, it started making me think of last week's yeah. story. And I was like, I really want to do it, though. So... <laughs> Kind of similar. It's but it's in the same time period. That's okay. Uh, to add more of a personal touch to it, he had a fleet of steam cars called mountain wagons that transported transported hotel guests from the town below to the hotel because wow. they had to climb the mountain. <clears throat> so they really went like this was luxury. Yes, this was upper uh, class. Yeah. He built this hotel in mind for like his friends to come and visit him. From the East Coast. Oh, I wish I ha- leave I w- the city life and come see the country. I wish I had that much money. For I know, my right? friends, my one friend. Yeah, what a great friend. <laughs> um, I did read something else about how. I don't know if it was true because I didn't see it anywhere else, but I do want to say that I I said that it was like the Disneyland of uh par- paranormal. paranormal, and someone had said that he used to make people dress up as bears. On people's way to like whenever they were on their way to the hotel, oh. and someone pretend to shoot them and just like stage stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but okay, I saw but it somewhere and I felt that is worth mentioning. That's really cute. Yeah, and I was like, how creative. He's the Walt Disney <laughs> yeah. of paranormal. Yeah, <laughs> super cute. Uh, underneath the hotel was a like cave tunnel system that had been that they had used to. Um, for the employees to like get around and transport things, especially in the winter. Mm-hmm. So many of the rich and famous uh, did come here. People like Molly Brown, uh, John Philip Sosa, Theodore Roosevelt. Wow. That dude got around everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> he's in like every, every paranormal story. Every like large hotel that you talk <laughs> yeah. about, he's there. Like, he's there. What did he do? Did he even like? Well, he did. He, I mean, he's, he was president. But yeah, but, like, did he even, like, president? Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. He did, like, parks and, like, 
national parks. You're, you're and, right. He, he was a lot of all about national parks and preserving n- monuments and stuff like that. So. But yeah, he was like chilling out in hotels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just partying. Maybe he's the ultimate ghost. I just, I, I want to hang out. I would love to meet Theodore Roosevelt. Also, because Robin Williams played Theodore I was Roosevelt. Just and say, that's I all see, I think about with Theodore I Roosevelt as an adult because <laughs> of the Night of the Museum. <laughs> It's like it's gonna you're gonna meet rob williams oh that would be so Rip. nice uh also at the emperor and empress of japan and several other honorable mentions of hollywood wow. like stephen freaking king and oh jim carrey oh jim carrey's just like randomly He's, in there yeah we'll we'll talk about him later it's weird that jim carrey is also like in the same is the hotel still like around mm-hmm. oh okay yeah. i was gonna say it's weird that Old he's business. like in yeah, that you'll, you'll find out why teddy roosevelt and then like jim carrey oh and jim carrey <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay that went different direction uh in 1926 freeland stanley stole the hotel it kind of bounced between himself and several other other owners trying to keep up with it uh-huh um he eventually passed in 1940 and by the 70s the hotel was falling apart due to poor care and investment that is until 1974 when Mr. King and his wife stayed at the hotel. After the best-selling book was released, the hotel was quite popular again uh, since it had, since then it had been completely restored and renovated and brought back to its former glory even more. Wow. Um, still tending to many guests today. It is, you need to look up this hotel. I want to stay there so bad. It is beautiful and the grounds of it are huge. Like it's got like two restaurants, a, a private lodge it's got the actual hotel and another building it's just beautiful the stanley hotel you can get married there you can do anything you want oh, anything, cool. anything you want and there's deer there that roam free too or elk which is cool that is very yeah, cool they're free so let's talk about some death and dramatic events absolutely Okay, so just two years after opening in 1911, the valley experienced a flood that caused a power outage throughout the hotel. So Mr. Stanley took it upon himself to install gas lanterns into each uh, each room, providing light for the guests. Okay. So a leak started to build up in one of the rooms, and at that time they didn't have the smell put into gas because it's odorless. Because you know they put the smell there, right? Yeah, obviously, Epri. I obviously knew that. It's a it's a joke in um, the show Friends. He was like, he was trying to hit on a girl, and he's like, propane, you know, the gas smell wasn't always there. They put that in there. <laughs> like, you're trying to flirt with her about gas. <laughs> That's so cringy. <laughs> um, so, a leak caused a buildup in one of the rooms. In, okay. Uh, room to- to- in room 217. And the head chambermaid... Elizabeth Wilson went into the room with a lit candle <gasps> and set off a huge explosion. What? Oh, because oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. By some miracle, she survived. She oh was thrown gosh. from the room. Wow, this is beautiful. Okay, how do they keep it so white? Isn't it beautiful? It's so pretty. Gosh, it's so pretty. It's like with the mountains. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like a resort. Yeah. Um, okay, so Elizabeth Wilson uh, went to the room, lit a candle, and set off a huge explosion. Wow. Yada, yada, yada. By some miracle, she did survive. She was thrown from the room to the dining hall that was on the first floor. So Whoa. she was on the second floor and got thrown to the first floor. She only, she came out of it with two broken ankles, and that's it. He paid the bill for their hospital and everything sure. like that and made sure she was okay. And 
it was fine. Uh, she was actually she actually came back to work and she was like head maid. So, and she Got worked there until she died. It. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Uh, it destroyed ten percent of the of the hotel, which was about seventy thousand square feet. So it was like so, like an entire wing of it got messed up. Wow. So uh, she died in the 1950s. Didn't die on the premises or anything, but she died in the 1950s. Yep. And I would like to add that after reading one of these articles. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I was really sick when I wrote these parts. Um, so I want to add. <laughs> so it's uh, like you're learning all over I'm again. learning everything. <laughs> uh, after reading one of these articles, these maids were super awesome. They were just they were badasses. Right. Um, apparently, there was another maid, Miss uh, Colburn, who had been blown through the wall uh, from this blast and onto the porch. She, like, after blow- being blown out, she immediately got up, grabbed a fire extinguisher, and just started firefighting. Heck yeah, she started she putting did. out fires everywhere. And then a third maid, Mary Donaldson, who was also caught in the commotion of the explosion, was doing the same thing. Like these, he hired the right people. That's awesome. Good people, like good workers, good employees. Yeah, um, I will say that people of that time, like the, oh, it's different ethic. Yeah, yeah, work ethic is Sad. so different. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Uh, so Flora Stanley, Flora Stanley died in 1939 of a stroke. She wasn't on the premises though, but it needs to be said. Also, Freeland Stanley died at 91, oddly, because he lived. They both lived really long. He died of heart failure, and he wasn't on the premises. Um, a former employee passed of a heart attack in 2005. His name is Paul. Paul. Uh, a worker who was in the tunnels. Uh, got caved in and it trapped him in and supposedly he was a chef uh-huh a young home this one isn't super like set in stone there were a couple different stories about this one but a young little girl named lucy people believe she was homeless she had passed here some one story said that she was thrown out into the cold and she froze to death oh she was like looking at some stuff and like in the basement i don't know who would have thrown her out? I don't know. Apparently, she was looking at blueprints. That was one of the stories that I read. Uh, <laughs> also, I mean, it's a hotel, so additionally, deaths are going to happen there um, that may not be mentioned. Right. So let's get on to the fun part. The paranormal part. On an interesting note, it, it uh, the hotel is on a mountain and grounds uh, that have quartz and limestone which are well-known conductors of energy and very commonly seen in, like, paranormal sites. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Limestone is a really big one. I didn't know quartz was, but I knew limestone was. Huh. But, like, running water, limestone, and quartz are all really big energy conductors, and they're very, like, if you're in one of those areas, then you're Get bound out. to. Yeah. No. Get out. Get out. <laughs> uh, also, the hotel has experienced so much activity that the hotel has their own psychic. Whoa! Just like cool. on on call, just on call. Okay, so I'm going to talk about a couple of the rooms and the floors. Uh, in room 217, this is like the most well known room in hotel haunted history. So Ooh. this is the room that Stephen King stayed in. Okay. Uh, and where do the... you? Sorry, never mind. What I was going to ask. Do you think it's 
did he ask to stay in that room or it, it's the presidential suite oh okay so they probably put him in like the best room the best for room. a reason gotcha okay <clears throat> But it was also haunted before this because the bartender told him some stories. Okay. So, um, and it's also where the gas explosion occurred from Miss Wilson. Mm. So, uh, people have reported sounds of crying and seeing Miss Wilson here. And apparently she'll move your things, turn the lights on and off, and even fold your clothes and put oh. them away. Okay. I need to say there. Right? Can she come here? I know. I just want to be in that room. Like, I'm just, I'm so lazy. <laughs> I literally hate putting away my clothes. <laughs> the one chore I do not like is laundry. So. I will put it off for weeks. Mrs. Wilson, please. <laughs> Some couples have reported a cold force come between them in the bed. Not sure how accurate this is, but another ghosty uh ghosty yes because it's a kid ghost Uh oh that made the cut is a young boy who has been seen outside the door and evidently mr king saw him and i guess he was looking for his nanny so now another area like if you want to stay here and you want to avoid the paranormal just avoid the entire fourth floor so okay um for a long time the fourth floor was actually an attic for female employees children and nannies um, now it's for guests, and many guests on this floor have heard the sound of running children what a, and laughing and playing and stuff. What, what about m- male employees? I know, right? Like, does do they go to the basement? There what? There was a. I think they said there was like an employee. What is it called? I don't know. Like a area for the employees to stay, but I, I guess the girls had to stay there. Maybe it was like co-eds or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Sorry. So you're good. In room 401, you can expect a roomie there. Lord Dunraven, the guy who I didn't want to mention. Um. Uh, He has never even stayed there, but he's been spotted here. It's common for guests' belongings to go missing and be found in the closet in this room. Uh, The closet also likes to open and shut on its own, even when the door is locked. And as for females who enter this room, especially in the closet for whatever reason why are you going going in the the closet closet? uh have experienced being touched inappropriately and like breathing down their necks i bet mr dunraven is kind of a pervy perv yeah i bet he's staying there because he's like this is still my land this is my land i'm a lord Mm -hmm. uh room 407 a boy who stayed in this room uh, said that he kept kicking off his covers, and every time he did, he would get tucked back in. <laughs> so other visitors have reported being tucked in at night or something sitting on the edge of the bed. And lastly, unexplained noises have been heard along the along with the lights turning on and off, and some have seen a face in the window when the room no. isn't even booked. Nope. That one I don't like. <laughs> room 412 has had some poltergeist activity. A woman staying in this room claimed her bed was shaking and levitating. Ew, no. In room room 428, guests have reported the sound of footsteps and for furniture moving above them. But there's nothing above them but the roof. No. Uh, and don't worry. In here, you're not alone. A friendly cowboy often stays in here. He likes to sit in the corner or pace the floor. He is somewhat polite. Somewhat? He, he's polite. He's a nice guy. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Uh, some have asked him to leave. I'm sure everybody asked him to leave. <laughs> and he would do so, like whenever okay. you ask him. But before he leaves, a lot of times he'll kiss the, a woman on her head. 
and to like and like to like as a way of like saying goodnight. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's I like, okay, say it. Good night. <laughs> no, good night to you, ma'am. Good night to you, ma'am. The Carriage House, which is now a restaurant called the Post Chicken and Beer. I saw that. They have gluten-free fried chicken, man. And Guy Fury went there. Did he? I mean, he went to the Pagoda, too, so it's not really yeah, I know. And the Hungry Robot. Oh, okay. I never had there yet. It's good. It's good. I mean, you might like it. It's right. It's pizza for it's me. Pizza. Uh, as of 2010, at some point, the hotel would store mattresses. And I only know this because I watched the Ghost Adventures episode. Okay. But at that point, they would store mattresses from guests who had passed away on them in the why hotel. Do, why are we storing those? I know. I like burn them. <laughs> <laughs> so they just like stored them. No one was allowed to go in the building. It was restricted. Staff who had been in there had been attacked and grabbed. Oh Objects had been moved and thrown. So it was just like a very like toxic. Yeah. Not a great area. But now it's a restaurant. So go eat. Yay. It's like completely redone and everything now. So it's good. And they, I, and they staged it, so it's fine. It's it's fine. <laughs> uh, in the concert hall, hearing someone yelling "Get out" or nudge them late at night can be heard, which is believed to be the late employee Paul who had passed, because he would enforce a 11 p.m. curfew for guests. So he's trying to get people to get out and go to bed. Oh, go to bed. Yep. Good night. <laughs> uh, Mr. Stanley still hangs out here. He is often seen in the lobby or billiard room. According to a prior bartender employee, Stanley has been seen strolling through the bar, then disappeared when they tried to catch him in the kitchen. Oh. He is also materialized on a ghost tour in the billiard room, appearing behind a member. <gasps> Flora Stanley is often spotted in the concert hall, which was just it, he built. He had the concert hall built for her because she loved playing the piano, Aww. and she's seen playing the piano. Guests have not only seen her apparition but heard her music and can also see the piano keys moving on their own. <gasps> Ooh, that's so that's really cool. I actually yeah. like that. Yeah, and I, I want to hear the music. Yeah, it's, I'm sure she's good. Um, also, the scent of roses is a common thing to smell whenever you're around her her name oh or you know maybe she may wore rose scented perfume what was her name again flora why did i think it was rose i don't know that's a good name for that time yeah in the concert hall and now in the concert hall terrible basement perfume. terrible <laughs> uh lucy has been seen in a hot pink dress little little homeless girl People on tours have seen her apparition and even captured pictures, which apparently she doesn't like people taking pictures of her, and you it, you feel just uneasy after doing so. Oh. So I guess it pisses her off. Same. In the tunnel, people have smelled baked goods and bread. Oh, Which yum. they believe is from the chef that got trapped in there. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, you can hear disembodied voices, EVPs, people have been touched, doors opening, closing, footsteps, a physical feeling of being sick, items gone missing, electronic failure, and... Lastly, while the movie The Shining was not actually filmed there, it was filmed in Oregon. Um, Dumb and Dumber was filmed there in 1994. Interesting. And oh, the Jim winter Jim Carrey oh. stayed, there, stayed in room 2017, but he fled in the middle of the night. <laughs> He's like, nope. No, thank you. So uh, since it is a hotel, did I do this in the last one? I don't remember, but I am going to try to make sure I do a Yelp review, some kind of Yelp yes. review as long as I can find 
people's haunted experiences. Yeah. So I'm going to call this segment, Yelp! I'm scared! Yelp! Reviews. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. All right, so this one, I can say their name because it's public knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Okay, this one is from a Brian D. He gave it four stars. Probably because I'm, I'm part of it. He said it was a little pricey, but it's nice. Yeah. So for ghost hunters out there, we stayed in room 407, reportedly haunted by an old staff member who tucks you in at night. While we weren't tucked in, we did capture some pretty wicked orbs that flew around, paused in midair, then flew off in different in different direction. Oh, that's weird. Difficult to pass off as dust. So this one is from Diana J. Uh, she gave five stars and she says, definitely haunted. If you are into that sort of thing, we stayed in room 401, supposedly the most haunted room in the house. I did not sleep a wink. And at one point in the middle of the night, our bed shook for no apparent reason. Other than that, it was very comfortable bed and a beautiful room. It just shook. Like- yeah. So eh, it's fine. The bed was comfortable, but it shook the, the whole vibrating time. Vibrating mode was on the whole time. <laughs> I don't know how to turn this thing off. Uh, a Donna M. This is the last one. This one's kind of long. So she said, we stayed in room 215. 217 is the room Stephen King stayed in when he got the idea to write the book The Shining. is, And it, it. When he got the idea to write the book The Shining. 217 used to be a suite back in the day. And 215 was part of 217. I did not know that. Oh. That is, which is haunted too. There is a ghost named Miss Wilson who was a caretaker for 87 years. She still haunts room 215 and 217. She folds clothes and tucks you into bed at night. Here's the story of our haunting. Okay. Here, I was laying in bed almost asleep when I heard Stacy. I don't want to say their names. When I heard Stacy and Rebecca saying that they were going to play a trick on me. I had my eyes closed, and I felt Rebecca standing over me. Ew. I could hear her breathing. When I opened my eyes, no one was there. Both Becky and Stacy were in bed. Come on, Becky and Stacy. I sat <laughs> up and screamed and told them what happened. They were never talking or planning to play a trick. Ew. So we go back to sleep. 20 minutes later, I hear Stacy jump up and say, What? She heard me whisper, Stacy. In her ear and felt me standing <gasps> over her. I was in bed asleep. We go back to sleep. And 20 minutes later, I feel someone on top of me wrapping the sheep's sheets around my legs and body. Oh. I started screaming. By this time, I was like, okay, not liking this anymore. Went back to sleep and felt. How can you go back to sleep after <laughs> Yeah, that? right. Felt one more time. So believe it or not, mind games or hysteria. I, for one, am a believer. Wow. Uh, lastly, as of today, the hotel is a gorgeous destination getaway, whether you're looking for a little bit of R&R, beautiful wedding venues, or even something like in a chilly encounter. Right. Seriously, look up this place. It is beautiful, guys. It's I can't even, like, I want to say they're so bad. Uh, it continues to be investigated by numerous paranormal groups, including ghost adventures and ghost hunters. Also, I did want to add that the gift shop offers really cool spooky memorabilia. Oh. Like, you can get, like, keys with the haunted room numbers on it. They oh, very much, cool. like, pride on the fact that they're haunted. Yeah, they should. They have things that say red rum on them. It's really cool. 
That is cool. But that is the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. Sorry. Thank you Sorry for sharing for, that. Uh, taking forever and stumbling a lot. No, that that was good. And getting back on my feet. Yeah. That was good. That was a fun place. That sounds like a really fun place. I want to go there. We can go there together, buddy. We passed. Uh, so whenever we were coming to Alaska, I was on the second book of the, like the second part of The Shining called yeah. um, Dr. Sleep. Yeah. And I was listening to it on Audible on our trip. And I kept on telling Josh we were going through Colorado. And I was like, oh, there's the exit. We can totally just stay the night at that Stanley Hotel. And he's like, no, we're not staying at a haunted hotel. It's like an hour out of our way. And I'm like, but I want to. But I want to. I want to. <laughs> we're probably booked anyway. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That'd be fun to like have a destination wedding there. Yeah. And... They're so pretty. Yeah. And I was looking at the pictures. I was like, no way. Yeah. I'm sure it's so expensive. Very. <laughs> a lot of the, the bad reviews are mostly of that, but like it's a very high quality, nice hotel. Yeah. That's and awesome. It's got a lot of history to it. Yeah. And there's events happening like every night there too. Yeah, I was looking at the events. It looked like they would be a lot of fun. Yeah. The Halloween, I think they said they do like a shining ball. They do a ball every Halloween for the shining. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's really cool. That's cool. I'm going to tell you a story about the High Five mur- murders. What? High Five? Oh, I know. I knew you were going to say that. High Five. <laughs> did you really know I was going to say that? Yes, I did. <laughs> you look like, oh, honey. <laughs> you just gave me an oh, honey look. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I really thought you were going to be like, let's high five for it. <laughs> if I didn't have this in my hand, I probably would have said that. So, no, Hi-Fi is a, um, I don't know if they're in business anymore, but it was like an audio electronics oh. store, kind of like Radio Shack. It's not as fun as Hi-Fi, but it's okay. I know. It's fine. You guys I'm should sorry. come out. Well, that's probably why you're not open anymore. So, on evening of, on the evening of April 22nd, 1974, Sherry Ansley, she was 18 years old, and Stanley Walker, 20 years old, which... You know how I like to talk about their history, like how they grew up? Couldn't find anything. But that's okay. That's all right. It's all right. We know their age. That's important. Yep. And their names. And Stanley. Another Stanley. There's a theme here. Uh, They were working on closing up shop at the uh, Hi-Fi home audio store in Ogden, Ogden, Utah. Uh, where they worked. Uh, they were doing their usual duties, taking out trash, restocking. <laughs> Sorry. Restocking, you know, things like that. And three men came in. And I know what that's like. Like, you're closing up and people walk in and you're just like. Really? <sighs> really? Really? There should be a rule. Like, no one's allowed in 30 minutes before yeah. you close. Yeah. It's rude. It is. But, so they came in and. Uh, they thought they were impl- like customers. They greeted them and stuff, but then they ended up forcing three men forced Sherry and Stanley into the basement and tied the- tied them up. And they were sent- they were going to rob the place. So the men went back upstairs. They stole high priced items and loaded them into the two vans that they had sitting in the parking lot. Uh, while they were loading up the items, Courtney Nesbitt, who was 16 years old, came in and was like going to thank the employees for letting him park his car there in their parking lot while he went to a 
neighboring stores to go shopping. I don't know if maybe those stores didn't have parking lot, but anyway, so he went in. He was going to thank them. The robbers saw him, and they're like, well, you're another victim. So they forced him downstairs to... Wow, talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I actually wrote that. That sucks. I I actually wrote, unfortunately, Courtney was a victim of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. That sucks. Yeah, so he was forced down there to be with uh, Stanley and Sherry. Um, The men uh, grabbed Courtney, tied him up with Stanley, like I said. Wait, Courtney with a guy? Yeah. Okay. So after a few hours, Stanley's father, Oren Walker, became worried about his son because he had, like, not come home from his shift. So he decided to head out to the shop to see what was going on. Um, And same with Courtney's mother, uh, Carol Peterson. She was like, where's my kid? He was supposed to go shopping and come home, and he never did. So she went to look for him and found both the parents arrived arrived at the store and the robbers grabbed them and tied them up with oh the other gosh. victims. So the um, the robbers later identified as Del Shelby Pierre. How long were they there for? I'm gonna guess a couple hours. Like, oh, I guess that's like an electronic store. So they're probably stealing like heavy things. Yeah, and uh, you don't want to like be <clears throat> suspicious, so you're probably like taking your time taking things out to the vans. And in the 70s, everything's a lot bigger. <laughs> That's true. The TV with That's a big true. ass box on the back. <laughs> That's very it true. Weighs like eighty pounds. You can't just carry it out with your own two hands. Nope. You got to put it on a, a loader and <laughs> does not fit in a box. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, robbers later identified as Del Shelby, Pierre, William Andrews, and Keith Leon Roberts. Finished taking the items that they wanted and needed to turn their attention to these victims. Uh, they poured blue liquid into a paper cup and claiming that it was just simply vodka laced with sleeping pills to put the hostages to sleep so that the robbers could escape. I don't know why they couldn't just like. Yeah, if they're locked up in the basement, just go. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but one by one, Pierre forced the hostages to sit up and he forced the liquid into their mouths. And. As soon as, like, it hit their mouth, they realized that it wasn't vodka. Oh, man. It was actually... Uh, Drano. Yep. Liquid oh, drain cleaner. I thought blue. Yep. Oh, no. Well, they're dead. Yeah. So, the hostages caught... That caused the hostages' mouths and tongues and oh. throat to blister and bleed and eventually sent them into convulsions. Oh. So, uh, that really upset the robbers because they're like well you were supposed to die but you didn't oh they're upset yeah oh no i know another job's harder i know (sighs) so they had to shoot them uh Mm. pierre then shot carol courtney stanley and oren because they weren't dying fast enough uh that killed carol and stanley but courtney and oren both survived the shots Sherry, the 18-year-old, was then taken by one of the robbers, Pierre, to the corner of the basement, and he raped her. Ew. While the Drano was causing her mouth to foam and being, like, it was bloody and blistering. She was, like, in complete pain all over. You are a piece of trash. Yeah. Um, after the rape, Pierre shot Sherry in the back of the head, killing her. 
the men then, like, after he was done, he real- they realized that Oren, the dad, was still alive. And so, Pierre, this just, uh, like, a lot of things don't bug me, but this, like, the thought of it, just, I, I can't. So, sorry, everyone. Pierre then inserted a ballpoint pen into uh, Oren's ear and ah. s- uh, stomped on it until ah. it ex- exited ah. through his throat. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Why? You had a gun. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Ugh. In the ear. In the ear. Yeah. Ugh. Just like a little orifices like that. Ah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so they thought finally everyone was dead, so they left the store. So the bodies of the vi- victims were found a few hours later, and Oren and Courtney, one of the the dad and one of the the boy that came in with um, thanking them actually survived but they had serious injuries the victims were personally belong sorry the victims personal belongings were found by two teenage boys who were dumpster diving nearby at um at a nearby air force base uh so in their storage unit police found items linked to the hi-fi auto audio shop so oh they, like, so, like, they found... They owned... Like, one of them owned a storage shed. Oh, And they okay. found the items okay. there. So, the two surviving victims outlived their attackers. Courtney uh, died on June 4th, 2002, and Oren Walker died on February 13th, 2000. Um, unfortunately... Courtney suffered from amnesia and serious brain damage. He spent the remainder of his life in pain. Oh man! Yeah, and died. was he the one who got the pen? Uh, or just that was gun shot? Gun yeah. Shot. Uh, Courtney was the sixteenth, right? The sixteen-year-old. Yeah. So, but he died at the age of forty-four in two thousand two. Oh my gosh, so young! And the day after the murders, police got a call from a tip line stating that he saw two men watching the movie Magnum Force the night before and heard them whispering about a robbery that they were planning. So that's with that tip from the air airman. That's how they were able to arrest the three men. Oh, so your tips get up, get heard, guys. Yeah. And so we can do them anonymously. Yep. And in the movie, a woman is forced to drink Drano, causing immediate death, which oh. they were expecting, but it didn't happen. This was in 74? Mm-hmm. I wonder if they were watching the Heathers. No, they were watching... Uh, oh, what? You just said the movie, didn't you? Magnum Force. Oh, okay. Yeah. They did that in the Heathers, too. Ooh. That's creepy. Uh, Pierre was originally from Trinidad, moved to the United States at the age of 18. He was... A known name with the local law enforcement, he was constantly getting into trouble and had a bad temper. When he first joined the Air Force, he was actually a suspect in a murder for Sergeant Edward Jefferson. What? Who was found dead in his apartment, but there was never enough evidence to convict Pierre on the murder. But the detective was like, the guy definitely did it. But they never were able to uh, convict him. Uh, and the detectives believe that the mastermind behind the whole robbery was actually Keith Roberts, which was the guy that didn't even go into the shop. He was just the getaway driver. 
Uh, the three men were tried together for first degree murder and robbery. Okay, even they get away, driver. Mm-hmm. Good. Just because you didn't have a hand in it. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah. Pierre and Andrews were convicted on all counts, while the getaway, getaway driver, Keith, was convicted only on robbery due to his claim that he only uh, drove one of course. the vans and was not aware of the murders. <clears throat> I had no idea. I heard gunshots and everything. And I thought there, it was a misfire in a car. Yeah, and they like they were done loading the vans. I didn't know what they yeah. were doing back nope. in there. Yeah. No mm-hmm. idea. Uh, so Pierre was given three death sentences for his role in the crimes and executed in Texas on August 28th, 1987. And Andrews was also given a three death sentence for the crimes. And he was also executed on July 30th, 1992. And Keith was convicted, like I said, only for the robbery, served 13 years in prison and was paroled on May 12th. 1987 and he died on august 8 1992 in chandler oklahoma after living a quiet life working in the electronics store are you kidding me yeah (laughs) wow (laughs) wow what a piece of garbage (laughs) (sighs) he's like "Mm." what yeah i don't even i don't even know what to think about that He's like, you know what I'm really good at? Electronics. <laughs> I'm clearly not a good getaway driver. <laughs> I know it was short and sweet, but that was the... Mine was super long, so that was yeah. perfect. Yeah. The hi-fi murders. Like it. That, yeah. that was interesting. That was good. Thank you. Awful. Yeah, the pen. Yes, the pen. And, and the rape. And Courtney. Yeah. Oh, that poor guy. Yeah. And the poor parents. I mean, obviously, poor all, all of them. All of them should have not been murdered, but... Uh, people suck. Don't murder people. Stop yeah, it. If you're going to rob something, just rob the place. Leave the people alive. Like, chances are they're going to be too scared to turn you in. So, you know, also always turn someone in. Also, if they you're probably going to get caught regardless. So, yep. yeah. The technology that we have nowadays. Yeah. It's not worth it. And there's it. cameras everywhere, everywhere, too. Everywhere. All over the streets, red yeah. lights. So, if you're going to, like, rob a place, rob it. My glasses. Go to, go to, you know, jail for a couple of years and get out instead of murdering someone, taking someone's life, and then going to jail for even a longer time. So really, it benefits you mostly. Yeah. We're just trying to help you guys. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do something illegal, just don't make it murder. Do you have a neighborhood story? Yes. Attention floor five. We are watching our friend's hedgehog. Somehow, some way, oh, last no. night, it got out. No. We have looked everywhere in Ooh. our apartment for it. Straight up, it's gone. If you if you see a hedgehog wandering around, let us know. We are so confused. Help, please, with a Z. Thanks. With an X. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Uh, but also... Did they tell their friend? <laughs> it's like, don't don't tell Bobby we lost his hedgehog. Please don't tell Bobby. And also, just uh, asking for a friend. How do you get a hedgehog? Do you, where do you can you buy one? Really? You can get one in the pet store. No, I'm, I didn't mean how. Oh, where? Do oh, you get- to get a second one. <laughs> so, I mean, if it were a fish, but uh, I mean hedgehogs all look the same. 
mean, though I do follow a hedgehog uh, on TikTok. No, I on Facebook. They it's a hedgehog page that like it's like a breeder. Oh, cute! And she they're has so cute. I know, and she has a line uh, of albino ones, and they're really cute. Oh my goodness, I know Bees. they stink really bad though. Yeah, I'm sure they do. So do ferrets, but they're so much fun. Yes, yes, they are. I wish you still had your ferrets. Yeah. They could play in here with us. We have a cat. And we're, we're getting a dog, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jesse. Oh, my God, I forgot to mention there was a ghost cat in there. In the tunnels. In the. I'm, I'm done. So I, sorry. I'm quitting this. Okay, yeah, this there was a ghost cat in there, too, guys. So, you know, I'm, there's something about it. I totally forgot to mention it in there. <laughs> I'm mad at Bruno. My bad. <laughs> that's my favorite part. Yep, you're right. And, you know, that's what. There was, there was a bullet there. And there was nothing beside the bullet. And I'm pretty sure I was probably supposed to put that there because I was supposed to look up more information about it. But I couldn't find it. Because I, like, stumbled upon it, and then I lost the link. You are also very sick. So we're going to go. Uh, and uh, you know where you can listen to us. We are on all the platforms. And if you find us on iTunes, be sure to rate and review us. We appreciate it. And on Spotify. And on Spotify. We just got another review on I Apple. I saw that. So. Oh. Yeah, you did. I think you did. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Also, follow us on all of our our social medias, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and just look up at WWTN Podcast. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to work on that TikTok tonight. I was going to say, we need to to make another TikTok. We do. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have an idea. Anyway. Okay. and our website is whatswiththeneighbors.com. And on there, you can find a link for everything that she just mentioned, along with a link to our merchandise, which is our merchandise, which we have shirts, magnets, and other cool you stuff. You know you need some magnets for your fridge, guys? Yeah. You know what? Hold up that bill. You know, we will hold up yeah, that bill for you that, on your those, fridge. Those Wendy's coupons that you're never going to use. Yes. Or a picture... Of you and your dog, whatever. We'll yep. help you hold it up. Yep. But uh, along with a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN podcast. And on there, if you want to be on the donor bus, you choo choo. <laughs> For $5 a month, you can uh, get exclusive content and our episodes unedited, which a lot is being edited out because a lot of Especially this episode, we had a lot of stories <laughs> we can't share on the podcast. So you definitely miss out on things if you're not a Patreon donor. Yeah. And you get exclusive content for $3 a month. You get this um, ex- the exclusive content plus the edited episode audio a couple days early. Yep. So and just like you know, all the stuff that we're up to, exclusive, I guess, is exclusive content. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so and we'll send you a free magnet. Yeah, you get a free magnet when you sign up. So I think did I mention everything? Oh, feel free to slide into our DMs with any questions, comments, or story suggestions. Once a month, that we strive to do listener stories, and that you know includes your own true crime or paranormal story, or if you know. Your dad's boss who swindled money for 50 years and is now being arrested. We want to hear about that, you know, or maybe your cousin 
saw a UFO driving. Or maybe you stared at, stayed at a haunted Airbnb. Yeah. You know, we want to hear about that stuff. So, and it doesn't have to include you if you know of this story and it's connected to you in some sort of way. That's what we want to hear about. Uh, our email is wwtnpodcast at gmail.com. And have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Bree and Amy out. Oh. <sighs> Bree. I don't want you to hit your cup. Oh, thank you. What's with the neighbors? He's so mad. <laughs> Aww.